Hello folks, I am Vincent, this is Nerd1, and today's episode, let's let's do some new stuff. Why not? We haven't done that in a while. So sit down, buckle up, you're gonna get informed. You know, honestly, I kind of miss doing these news episodes because there's always so much going on. Like, so one thing I may mention in the past is that um, Discovery, they bought Warner Media a while back. Remember that? And now they are kind of taking their first steps of app integration. So what they're doing is that they are bringing HBO Max and Discovery Plus together And they're making into, wait for the name, Max. Oh, yeah. Kind of an oddball name for, you know, Discovery and HMOX coming together. should be like D-Max or, you know, Discovo or something cool like that. Yeah, something cool. But, so they're coming together to basically bring together all other properties into one, you know, streaming platform, which is cool because, you know, the less discretion you got to pay for, the better, right? Right. Um, They're saying that if you already have an HBO Max account, then you'll be just kind of migrated over to it. The app's going to update. It's going to have a cool new blue logo and that'll be it. Uh, But they're saying that one thing they are going to change, though, is that it is going to have a 4K streaming option for $5 more than the non-ad price. Because they have two tiers right now. Uh, tier 1 is ad paid, um, so it's 10 bucks a month, you get commercials. Then there is a $15 option, uh, no ads. Now, they're, now coming up soon, uh, they're saying the branding will take place and change over around middle end of May. There'll be a new pay tier $20, and that'll be a, you know, online streaming, uh, five profiles, and 4K streaming as well, which sounds cool. Um, I mean, you've got good quality TV, use a high quality TV. Why not? As long as you're willing to pay the extra money for it. Uh, 20 bucks, I mean, for, for that is a little steep for me. Um, right now, I do have, you know, the, you know, no commercials option. So I think I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, I got a 4K TV, but I mean, do I really need to see Game of Thrones in 4K? Maybe. Speaking of which, they announced a Game of Thrones prequel. And this one is basically going to follow a knight and a squire. I don't have the details right in front of me. It just kind of popped in my head. That will take place, you know, I think a thousand years before. It's going to follow, you know, Aegon V. And, you know, they're saying it's well in development. Um, kind of on that same route. Uh, they made the Harry Potter TV series official. Now, this is going to be a total revamp of the books. Um, it will be produced by J.K. Rowling. So, you know, got the original creator back on board, which is good. And 
it's basically, according to what was reported, it's going to be a 10-year-long series, which is going to be interesting because there's only seven books to it. So I kind of wonder, I mean, of course, some books are thicker than others. Are they going to split those into two seasons? You know, how is this going to differ from the actual movies? Because, I mean, movies, you know, got to keep it to a short time frame, you know, two-ish hours or so. They had to cut a lot of stuff out. So I'm wondering, are we going to get more of a, you know, Harry Potter experience through the TV, TV series? Because since it is going to be, you know, an HBO property, are we going to get like, you know, hour-ish long episodes along with this? Um, is it still be, you know, kid-friendly? Are they going to go darker? Um, who knows? But, man, a 10-year long span. I, mean, I don't know if any series ever really plans to be out for 10 years. I mean, most of them are lucky to make it past four or five years. So I think they're really banking on this property keeping people super vested and perfect timing too because I mean they have the Hogwarts Legacy game out which yes a review is coming and it has drawn a lot of attention both good and bad and you know the good of is a good game the bad because you know there are people out there who don't agree with JK Rowling on things and they want to basically you know push cancel culture her way but it seems like cancel culture may have not touched her because I mean, being producer on, on a TV series for HBO, kind of done well. Especially for someone who, you know, came from nothing to have, you know, very well, very well set for life, I would say. And final thing I want to touch on is the trailer for Marvel's The Marvels came out. And it seems like Marvel is really... I would say banking on this, but I think they need for it to do well. So what basically what it is that we have it's basically Captain Marvel 2 is basically what it is. <clears throat> because they're bringing Captain Marvel, uh Kamala Khan's Miss Marvel, and then um Monica Rambeau or Photon, as her Marvel name is, together into one movie. And you probably ask yourself, how does this all come together? Isn't Captain Marvel more of a cosmic hero, while Monica Rambeau and Kamala Khan are more Earthbound? Well, dear listener, I have news for you. They have a one line in there that brings them all together, that somehow their powers are intertwined which I have no idea how that is. I mean, I really hope they explain it because, I mean, Kalal Khan gets her powers, you know, from having ultra DNA and, you know, a wristband. Um, Captain Marvel got her powers from, was the Mind Stone? I think. She, yeah, exposed one of the Infinity Stones. Um, and, you know, Maka Rambeau basically got her powers from forcing her way through Wanda Maximoff's shield, you know, in the WandaVision series. 
which cool. So I'm really hoping to explain how the powers are intertwined. And one thing is, I'm not really sure um, who the real villain is in this movie. Because you kind of think about it, in the trailer, I mean, yeah, we see some familiar faces, but who's the big bad? Or are we just like, you know, resurrecting the big bad from, you know, Captain Marvel 1? So, I don't know. I mean, I'll go see it. I hope it's good. Um, but honestly, wasn't too impressed with the Miss Marvel series. I mean, the actress who plays Miss, you know, Miss Marvel is fine. <clears throat> she does a good job. Um, Cat Marvel, I mean, it's... I mean, the movie was a necessary thing to see before you saw, you know, Infinity War Endgame. And, I mean... Mock Rambo, we didn't really get to see much of her, so I'm not really sure about her. But bringing all three together in an epic blockbuster movie that was only delayed by like a year. You know, hopefully things will, you know, come of this. Maybe it's going to take Marvel into its more cosmic territories. Um, when we get to see the return of Nick Fury in this and a Saber installation. So kind of wondering what happens after you know secret invasion on this because it seems like he's back in the director role but but for saber which is weird but maybe we'll get answers before before this movie comes out who knows but folks that's all i got for this time so once again i am vincent this is nerd one do come find us on social media we're still doing twitter nerd one five we are on instagram nerd one podcast our website is podpage.com forward slash nerd one. And if you don't mind, please you share the episode, like, subscribe, retweet it, and let's grow that nerdum. But until next time, stay safe out there, wash hands, stay clean, and please be nice to each other. But have a great day.